Hey guys, it's McCall and welcome back to another episode of With Peace and Love. This episode is entitled, Spilling the Tea on My First Kiss, okay? Honestly guys, I just wanted a super like fun episode where we could just have a laugh and hang out with each other. So I was like, let's do an anonymous question box. The people voted between either a health and wellness Q&A and they were like, frick that. We don't want that. Give the people what they want. They want to ask me anonymous questions. So (laughs) am I terrified? Absolutely. Am I scared? Yes. Am I excited? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I said it again. We're back on the oh my goodness streak. Absolutely. I'm so pumped for this episode. We're going to do a really quick weekly check-in. My sister is here. That's right. Ryan is here visiting from the Midwest from Iowa, which I just found out is famous for corn and something else. Corn and what? Oh my God. No idea. But I was like, oh, okay. You guys are on the map for corn. Everyone loves some corn on the cob. Everyone loves the corn maze. You can't hate on Iowa for that. She's visiting um, till this next weekend, so we've already gone outlet shopping, and there's nothing more therapeutic than outlet shopping, guys. Barely bought anything. I did buy the Chill House press-on nails, and I'm so freaking pumped to do a review of them because I have not been able to find them, and I hate ordering things online. Am I old? (laughs) I just, like, don't trust getting stuff delivered. I'm going to tell you guys right now, there's going to be a lot of sips of water. I'm so sorry. It has to happen. I don't want to do like an ASMR, but if I have to take a sip of water, I have to take a sip of water. Um, yeah, honestly, I just want to dive into these questions because honestly, I think I'm dreading it. I opened two already and I was like, I don't think I can do this. So I only opened two and there are a bunch here. So let's just get into the questions. Let's just get it over with. So I'm literally, these, these are like live reactions because I, I haven't opened them yet. So this is going to be, this is going to be really crazy guys. I don't know if you're ready, but it's happening in three, two, one. I don't want to do this. (laughs) Okay. 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 (laughs) Okay. This is such a good one. Oh, this is a good one. This is not a question. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But I love you stink. (laughs) And I know who sent this in and I'm not going to call them out for it, but baby girl, you know that I love you. (laughs) That was such a good first question. Anonymous little submission there. I love that one. I have to share that one for tomorrow. Okay, it's going well. Name all of your exes. (laughs) Well, um, there's, um sleepy and then there's grumpy and <laughs> I'm just kidding um honestly I have one ex and it, it his name his name is Tyler he's not listening to this he does not care about me so that's it I've only had one ex that's it guys I know I'm just so crazy <laughs> I think I've always like kept that a mystery about me and pe- I feel like people are always like wanting to know like who I've dated and stuff like that but like I'm just I'm a I'm good at being mysterious I'm really good at that I it's my f- best quality um but also my worst so I named all my exes you're welcome oh my gosh this is a fun one where do you see yourself in five years okay Mm, okay if I'm just being totally transparent which really scares me in five years I really want to be 
married and like starting a family and I'd like to point out that it's not because of like peer pressure from the world or any of my friends it's just something that I have wanted for myself and I feel more than ever at this like time in my life that I am like I thought I was ready at 20 when I was in freaking school of worship I was like I'm ready to be married and have kids no you're not girl no you're not and that was just this is just for me like I just wasn't personally ready I hadn't worked through a lot of stuff that I needed to work through I wasn't a mature mature enough person to actually be married to somebody else and like submit to them and like really respect them and now at 26 I've really let go of a lot of different aspects of um things that I was holding on to that was that they were holding me back from becoming the person that like God wants me to be um and the person that I am today so I mean that's just kind of the base but I I really do want to be health coaching young girls that are going they're coming out of high school and going into college like because like I've said before that is the hardest time for anybody a girl or a guy um with like health and wellness because you're like you go from being like your parents are taking care of the meals and hopefully they're really super healthy meals and if not at least it's a meal and then you go to like being fed by a university or a school or like you're in a dorm you have to feed yourself and you're like all I have time for is this like heated like this lunchable and it's like no 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 so I want to be able to coach people and be there for those girls during that season um and will I still be in Florida oh gosh oh gosh oh gosh oh gosh I'm gonna go with no I'm gonna go with no I love Florida and I respect her but I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm out here for some variety. I'm out here to try to like move around a little bit, um, actually see the season. So yeah, in five years, hopefully I'll have a family. I'll be a health coach and I'll probably live in another state. Lord willing. Wow. Dang. Everyone's coming in hot. Um, do you want kids eventually? Absolutely. I love kids which is really funny growing up I didn't like kids and so I don't know if it was because I was the baby and I just loved like everyone thinking I was just cute and I just wanted to be the center of attention when I was younger and then that totally flipped and I was like super shy and then it flipped back and now I'm a brat so (laughs) what happened there but I don't know I just like at a certain age maybe like when I was like 11 or 12 I realized like I really want kids and on top of that I really want to adopt a kid Um, just because there's so many kids in the system and I want to be able to give at least one child a home and love and affection. And so if I can do that, that would be like, honestly, the most amazing. I'd be so happy if I got that opportunity, um, to adopt a kid, but yeah, I definitely want kids. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Ooh, these are really fun. Okay. I was really nervous. (laughs) That's why I was like, let's just start the podcast. I don't want to wait. Um, But these are really fun. What music do you listen to? Okay. I listen to a lot of different music. I've never been like a cookie cutter person that just listens to one genre. And if you are, awesome. But I have been playing music since I was um, seven years old and I've been writing music since I was seven. Um, And so I just feel like because of that, I'm influenced by a lot of different things. I've never written in one genre. I love country music. So I love little lady antebellum I love kind of like alternative R&B so I love um 
Yeba. Oh my gosh. I feel like definitely my friend Julia introduced me to Yeba, but she is so amazing. If you guys have never listened to her music, I'm not even going to give a disclaimer except for go and listen to her music. No, go on YouTube and listen to her tiny desk. Wait, no? Yes. It's her tiny desk, I think. Yeah, it's her tiny desk. <laughs> this is what happens when there's no notes, but you can't take notes on anonymous questions. It's not fair. Um, I, I love Paris, so that's alternative rock, I think. Um, I was a huge Blink-182 fan growing up, like genuinely loved Blink-182, but I was also on Tumblr, so that explains a lot. Um, I was a huge Paramore fan. I, I love Sabrina Carpenter's music, to be honest. Um, who else? I'm trying to give like some shout outs to the artists that I listen to in case you guys haven't heard of them and you need some new songs. Um, I love Charlotte Lawrence. She's amazing. Love her acoustic. I really love when artists can do like a regular pop album and then they'll make it acoustic. And that's really what hooks me onto them. I love Halsey. Oh my gosh. Halsey just released her live at Webster Hall or maybe she did a few months ago. And I didn't notice, but it's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She sounds amazing live. I'd rather listen to her live. Miley Cyrus live. Holy frick. That girl. Holy frick, if we could just get her to sing some gospel music, take us to church, honey. I love some some Ray, some Tate McRae. Um, I love some Noah Cyrus. I love Five Seconds of Summer. Um, I love Rule. I love, oh my gosh, Connor Menard. Like, honestly, like, I really do like a variety of music. I'm not... I'm not just, like, listening to one artist all day. I'm, like, I have just one song from, like, any random album in playlist, and I just, I make them into, like, kind of, like, mood boards, and I'm, like, this is my mood today. This is how I feel, and I go with that. So, yeah, I listen to a lot of, a lot of different stuff. Guys, this is actually really fun, and I was really concerned for no reason at all. Okay, how do you maintain a positive mindset? Do you get intrusive thoughts? Um... Personally, I believe that my positive mindset, because a lot of people have commented on it, I really believe that it's a gift from God. Like, I don't really have any other way of explaining it because I we've all been through a lot of stuff. I've been through a lot of stuff and somehow I've been able to see the positives in a lot of things and that's just the grace of God, like period. And I know that that's like probably really frustrating to somebody who's listening to this and they're like, okay, like I don't have a relationship with God, but that's just, that's really the root of it. I think I'm, I'm an introvert. And so here's another perspective of like a positive mindset. I'm always doing things that I love. That's just how I am. Like, I don't really care like what everybody else is doing. Like when I get home, I'm reading the books that I want to read. I'm choosing to dance in my room. I'm choosing to do a yoga session. I'm choosing to clean my room. Like I do the things that I want to do that make me happy on a daily basis. And like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't. Like I feel like they want to do stuff that will make them happy. I feel like even cleaning, that really, like really will change how you have an outlook on life. When everything is put away, how it's supposed to be, let me tell you, you're going to have a positive mindset because you can find everything and you're happy and you feel clean and there's no dust and it's amazing. But I feel like a lot of us make excuses 
and we're like, oh, but like my friends are like going out and so like I should go out. And it's like, you want to stay home. Stay the frick home. That's me, honey. You know I'm a ditch. I'm a ditch last minute. I'm like, mm, not feeling the vibe. My room is the vibe. So I think it's it's a lot of that and it's a lot of I love to be out in the sun. I need to be out in the sun like once a day. I'll just be like, I haven't been outside all day. I'm going for a walk. And I just go and I walk it out. Now walk it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that really helps. Do I get intrusive thoughts? Um, I feel like we all do. I, I can't think of a single person who doesn't get them. I don't get them very often. I get them when I fail. Like, and I am unfortunately a perfectionist. I like things to be... This is why this podcast has been such like a a leap of faith because it's not perfect. Like the audio is not perfect and I don't have the setup that I want and like blah, 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 blah. But I just had to do it because if not, I think that would have been another form of failure in my mind because I didn't even start it. So I, usually it's like when I really mess up, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're so dumb. You're so stupid. You're like not equipped, like all these things. And then I'm like, I literally out loud, I say to myself, I go stop. That's what I do to get those intrusive thoughts out of there. I go stop. And I remind myself of all the things that I've accomplished, of all the things that um, I've been able to overcome. And I go from there. But I, I, they're everybody, baby girl or baby boy, everyone gets intrusive thoughts, by the way. So don't feel like if, don't feel like if you have those thoughts, they're the only one that gets them. Everyone does. They just don't talk about them. But they do on a daily, on a daily basis, honestly, what can I say? Oh, wow. This is, ooh, this is a fun one. Whoa, this is really fun. Can we do this every podcast? This is really fun. Um, what are the biggest red flags in a guy? Um, for me, personally, my biggest red flag is if he's not a Christian. Like, if he's not, and me saying that let me try to make it more relatable to everybody. Um, if the red flag is like, he's not going to align with my views or vice versa, but I'm still keeping him around. Like, why would I do that? That's a waste of his time, a waste of my time. But like red flags, red flags is how he talks about like his family. Um, how he talks about his exes um, his work ethic, like, oh my gosh, if he's always complaining about working, he's always complaining about, like, just, like, things that, like, he can actually help, but doesn't want to make the change, that's a red flag, goodbye, I, nope, don't, don't, no, 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 don't waste your time, the biggest red flag that I like to tell my babies is, is this, if he wanted to, he would. If he's not doing, like, if he says, like, he's going to take you out, he's going to spend all this money on you, he's going to treat you right, he's going to do right by you, and he doesn't, that is the fattest red flag. Run for the hills and never look back. Like, don't let these guys drag you along and you keep seeing, like, one green flag. Like, they, they call you beautiful every day. Okay, cool. But is he working hard? No goodbye. See you. You deserve the best of both worlds. And so if you're seeing any red flags, um, that you know are wrong and you're staying with somebody run. Okay. You're gonna, you're definitely gonna thank me for it in five to 10 years. (laughs) 
What are your favorite things to do when you feel overwhelmed? Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a really good question. Wow. I would say when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I've always danced. I've always been a dancer. I, I've never really, I've taken like a few random little dance classes. I actually took a silk class when I was about 18 and I loved it. I haven't gone back, <laughs> took one silk class and I'm like, yeah, I do the silks. <laughs> but I just put on like emotional music and I dance it out. And it's nice because like I sweat and my heart rate gets up and like it just makes me feel alive. It just makes me feel like alive and like I can feel myself breathing. And so it kind of helps to center me. Um, honestly, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I also go to Target. <laughs> I sometimes don't even buy anything. I just walk around Target and I'm like, there are pretty things that I can just hold and look at and see. And though everything else around me is happening, I can go to Target. Another thing that I love to do, um, is recite my favorite Bible verses. And my favorite one is 1 Peter 5, 7. I'm not looking it up, I promise you. It's casting all your anxieties on him for he cares for you and I love that it doesn't say like casting all of your anxieties on God or casting all your anxieties on the father it's like really personable because it's saying him and if you know who him is like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it it's like like him like it's that somebody that you know you know what I'm saying you don't even have to say God's name because it's personable to you and you can cast all of your stress on him in that moment and I know sometimes like it doesn't feel like we can because we're like this isn't like an attainable thing that can change what's my circumstances like I need something attainable but I think sometimes like saying a prayer and being like Lord I'm casting this all on you and casting is to like throw it out right like just like you're casting a net and the prayer is is that what comes back is going to be God's like love and grace and peace and mercy for you that's really what you're doing when you cast all of your anxieties on God, what he's going to bring back is clarity um, and peace. So those are some of the things that I do when I'm overwhelmed. But other than that, I don't get overwhelmed ever. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this one. What are your biggest pet peeves? Did I get the peas in there? Um, pet peeves are bad drivers really my friend grace pointed out to me the other day i'm talking on the phone she's like yeah you have road rage i was like do i do i have road rage <laughs> i do i do i do um i just like can't stand when like people make dumb decisions on the road where it's like you get over with no room causing me to break almost causing an accident i just am like think about other people driving and their actual lives their their moms their dads their their kids their nieces their nephews aunt and uncles like etc like just think before you get over before you make that rude decision that will affect somebody else in such a huge way um honestly i really don't have a lot of pet peeves because i'm always like worry about yourself that's why i was saying to myself worry about yourself because when you do that you can make sure that you're not being like somebody else's pet peeve right like I think people being unorganized really frustrates me or people not communicating I think that's my biggest thing like if we were going to hang out and do something and you totally don't communicate with me that we're either not going or when we're going that's when I get peeved that's when I get pretty peeved honestly I don't really have a lot I'm a go with the flow kind of gal
how do you deal with difficult people <laughs> with a heart? <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dealing with difficult people is hard. Can we just say that? Like, let's not pretend like anyone's an angel or a saint about it. Like, they're difficult for a reason and they're getting under your skin for a reason. So let's not pretend like, let's just like love them and like, just let it go. Like, it bothers you and you, you have validation in feeling those feelings, but you do need to make sure that you handle them um, in a respectable way. I like to put myself in their shoes because a lot of times people are difficult because of their circumstances. You're never going to believe this. I got cut off by an alarm. How crazy. How silly am I? I'm so silly. Anyways, um, back to what I was saying is people are have their reactions based on things that are going on around them. And so you have to be like a little bit more understanding because what if they just broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend and so they're being difficult because they're really hurting on the inside or they have some trauma that they haven't dealt with and it's just kind of seeping out um, by how they talk to you. Hurt people hurt people. I hate to use that super basic statement but it's it's true when people are hurting they hurt other people and it's not always intentional but it is something that they do. Um, so definitely put yourself in their shoes and try to see things from their perspective. And I try to eliminate, like, I try to check myself and make sure and eliminate, like, if I'm a part of what's adding stress to them, they might just be a difficult person. And sometimes walking away from difficult people is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with protecting, like, your your heart and your attitude. And, like, if you need to walk away from somebody, walk away. Some Don't even stay in the room with them. I don't. I do all the time. If I think you're difficult, I'm not going to be in the room with you. Goodbye. See you. Gotta go. Do what you got. Do what you gotta do. Oh, I love this. Oh my gosh. Have you ever suffered from body dysmorphia or ED, so an eating disorder? If so, how, how have you dealt with it? I love this question. Thank you for whoever asked this. Um, and if you're struggling with any of that, um, I commend you for working to kind of just work through whatever's going on. I really commend you for that. I feel like, again, everyone suffers from body dysmorphia, especially. Mirrors? Why do we have mirrors? Can we just delete them? Like, delete, you know, just like, goodbye in the trash, like, burn them? Because it's like, I go into the fitting room and I'm like, this is so cute. And I take it home and I'm like, what happened? Is it my mirror or is it their mirror? Whose mirror is it? Um, um, I definitely have suffered from body dysmorphia. Even to this day, like, I feel like I'm the healthiest that I've ever been. Um, like, the happiest with, like, how I feel. And some days I just look in the mirror and I'm like, what happened? Like, you felt great yesterday. What's happening today? And a lot of times that's just hormones. And so I remind myself, I'm like, yesterday you thought you were beautiful. You thought you were beautiful yesterday. So what happened? Nothing, nothing really changed except for your mindset and how you're viewing yourself. So just rewind yourself back to the day before and be like, I was beautiful yesterday and I'm just as beautiful as I was yesterday today. Um, I've never suffered from an eating disorder. This is going to be maybe triggering. So if you want to fast forward a couple minutes, I'll try to be quick so that like you can fast forward. With that being said, when I was younger, I wanted to have an eating disorder. Why? Because I thought it was cool. 
Like, I was like, I want to make myself throw up. Like, that's just so trendy. I feel like a lot of my friends, like, would talk about it. Or they were, um, as I used to say when I was younger, but not now. They were really skinny, and I wanted to be skinny like them. And, yeah, I used to wish that I... But I've just have never been that person. That's not my Achilles heel, is, like, doing anything like that to to myself or on the other spectrum of like binge eating I haven't been like that either um but body dysmorphia check for yes like absolutely and like I said it's a daily battle of like I have to wake up and be like I was beautiful the day before I was beautiful five days ago when I went out with my friends and I took cute pictures and I loved how I looked so so nothing has changed nothing has changed in five days come on and so you really have to you have to deal with it head on. And I, I say this all the time, I'm going to keep saying it, talk to yourself because that's really going to cut off those thoughts in your mind where you're like, whatever thoughts that run through your mind, I'm not going to give you examples. I'm not going to give you ammunition. You know what I'm saying? But whatever thoughts that you have, cut them off and be like, stop. I don't want to hear that anymore. I am beautiful. I am worthy. And I deserve to be loved. Boom. You can't, I don't think you can really think while you're talking out loud to yourself. I mean, try it and let me know what you think, but you have to deal with those kinds of things head on. Don't just like try to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, letting the thoughts just happen and be like, they're going to go away soon. Like, no, deal with it. Journal it. Listen to music. Talk to yourself. Do whatever it takes and stop those, them in their tracks. Because I can say to you, I do not hear, um, the intrusive thoughts about my, my body as much as I used to. And it is a huge relief. It is a huge weight off of my back, for sure. Do I miss Callie? Baby girl, you know I do. You know that I do. I miss Callie. I miss the sunsets. I miss the beaches. I don't miss how cold the beaches are, but I do miss the beaches. They're so beautiful there. I miss In-N-Out. I miss um, Rodeo Drive. I miss the Getty Villa. Oh my god. When I go back to Cali to visit, the first thing I'm doing, it takes me straight to the Getty Villa. To the Getty Villa, if you've never been, it's like somebody's um, house that was renovated into a museum and it's huge and it's stunning from just top to bottom. There's like, there's a koi fish pond, there's like gardens and the art is beautiful. The statues inside are beautiful. It's just so stunning. It's so freaking beautiful. And I've been like five times, I think, um... Yeah, I miss my friends too. Like it's it's hard being out here because you want your friends from the West Coast to like be here and then when you're out there you want your friends from the East Coast to be there. So it's like you can't have the best of both worlds and that's just growing up, but I miss I miss my crew, my Cali crew. You guys know who you are. I miss you guys so much. Um but one day I'll be back to visit, so don't worry. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> Here we go. How come you never show your mom slash dad? So I'm not going to go into super detail, only because I'm going to do a whole episode on that, but I don't, I don't have a dad. I was adopted, so I was adopted by my mom, so that's why I don't show my dad, and then I have not spoken to my mom in over eight years and it is not a sore subject so don't worry um but I made that decision for my mental health and if you just want me to be purely honest it was one of the best decisions I've ever made and everybody's situation is different 
but always remember that when it comes down to the wire, you have to do what is best for you. So that's why you don't see them. Um, let's keep going. What do you do for work? Oh my gosh, thanks for asking. I work at a wellness center that provides cryotherapy, IV drips, um, I am shots. Tells you how much I know about it. We have a sauna. We have red light therapy and compression. So just a wellness center. We have a lot of athletes that come in and, and get their recovery, um, or just people that are just trying to better themselves. Honestly, I really love my coworkers. They're so freaking sweet. They're so funny. Um, yeah, I've been working there since maybe April or so, and I, I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun because of the people that I work with. You know what I'm saying? Like work is always usually, um, like made up of the people that you work around. And I also am a lead, I'm becoming a lead wedding planner for the fall. So I also help, um, like with weddings on the weekend. So that is like my pride and my joy. I, I absolutely love what I get to do. It's, I feel like I'm still in a dream and a daze that I get to do this and I have the honor. Um, but yeah, I get to help people plan their most magical day ever. So what are you doing? What am I doing right now? I'm recording a podcast. So thank you for asking. You're obviously not paying attention to me on social media. (laughs) I'm just kidding. What do you do to boost your spirits when you are having a down mental health day? Having a you day, like choosing to do the little things that like make you happy. So if that's buying, going and buying yourself flowers or making a pretty bouquet, kind of making event, a bigger event out of like the mundane things of like, I'm going to go to the store, I'm going to get all the ingredients to make a whole new recipe and spend time like in the kitchen, um, with myself and distracting myself kind of but also bettering myself by making like a really delicious meal that's going to fuel not only like my body but also my mind as well um going and like going out of your way and going to go get a coffee from a place that you wouldn't normally to kind of like break up the routine I feel like that's where a lot of like that those negative mental health days come from is just like the mundaneness of life sometimes of like waking up moving your body going to work, if you're in school, coming home, doing school, going to bed, doing it all over again, and then you have the weekend, and the weekends are kind of the same, because then you go to church, and then you eat out after church, and you come home, and you take a nap, and so it's like breaking it up by being like, I'm gonna go, say you like Starbucks, but you go out of your way to go to a different Starbucks, and you go inside, you don't go through the drive-thru, now you've just done something completely different for the day, break it up, do something different, but especially for yourself, if you need to go to Target and get some some face masks, some feet masks, some hand masks, and just like cause yourself to have like complete relaxation. Do that as well, but break up those negative mental health days by doing things differently, for sure. Spill the tea on your first kiss. Oh my god. Guys, guys, I can't tell you that. I can't. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> drum roll, everybody. I have never kissed anybody. What? Oh my gosh. Crazy. That's a lie. It's a conspiracy. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. What can I say? I'm a saint. No. I made a pact with myself when I was younger that I hate, that I looked down on, that I was like, I'm not going to kiss anybody till my wedding day. 
<sighs> sigh, 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 sigh. That's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I had like more, like some, like a really juicy story to tell you. I'm like, we knocked heads and I had to go to the emergency room because he broke my nose because he was trying to kiss me. No, I got nothing for you. I've got nothing for you. <laughs> Guys, that was so fun. I honestly, my heart rate was so high the whole time. I feel like you can probably hear my heart through the microphone because I was like, oh my God, this is happening. I'm answering these questions and I don't know what's going to happen next. Um, but thank you so much for anybody who sent in questions. You really made this episode, literally, you made this episode what it is. I had so much fun. I feel like I laughed way too much, <laughs> but I really hope that some of the more serious questions, um, I really hope that, that helped you. And if not, message me. I will not give you a shout out on the podcast. It'll just be between you and me. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to make sure that you're doing okay. Um, this was really fun. I feel like we should do this again in like, like next week or something. No, too soon, too soon. Okay. We'll do something new next week, but thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to share this episode of the podcast or share your favorite episode of the podcast. Um, remember that this Friday is going to be a bonus episode featuring one of my close friends and I'm not going to tell you guys what it's about, but it's definitely going to be super fun. I can't wait to see you guys there. And as always with peace and love, I can't wait to hang out with you guys next time. Bye-bye.